Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, a collective of interviews with top female entrepreneurs from around the globe who have done it their way. These women are disruptors, savvy, courageous, confident, innovative, decisive, unconventional, and humble. Our ladies have proven business models, have taken risks, and have failed only for success to follow. Join us as they share their stories, behaviors, habits, mindset, thought processes, and what it is like to be a woman who needs business. And now, here's your host, Amanda Bolin. Hey, She Did Her Way listeners, Happy New Year and welcome back. We are excited to kick off 2016 with you all and we have an incredible lineup of women to get us started for the year. But before that, from the She Did Her Way team and myself, we just want to say thank you again for supporting us all the way through 2015. And this episode today that you're about to listen to actually marks our one year as a podcast, and we couldn't be more grateful for y'all's listenership and support throughout the year. And we're excited for what is about to come. So now, for this week's episode, you are going to hear from Heather Crabtree, who is the founder of Savvy Business Owners, which is a Facebook group that supports women and their businesses. During our interview, Heather shares insights on the good and the bad of managing such a large group to the tune of 5,700 and growing members. Also, you'll hear about her journey from becoming from being a lawyer to becoming a wedding planner to what it is that she does now. Also, she shares with us insights about her upcoming conference in September, plus so much more. So without further ado, up next is episode 54, Heather Crabtree, the original business owner. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Pleasure to be here. Well, we're super excited. Tell us what Uh, it is that you do. So my official title is I am a business strategist for creative entrepreneurs. And my tagline is I help people teach or I teach people to help them grow or create a business with their smarts and their heart. So, um, if you really narrow it down, I guess that's in a, in a small sentence, that's what I do. Um, I think if you, if you think more about it, I have been able to create a community of, of women, uh, business owners and, and really join them together. And that's kind of been the past year, a lot of things have happened. So, um, but my journey started as an attorney. So I know I want to dive into that. So what the heck <laughs> yeah. happened? So all my life, I wanted to be an attorney when I grew up. That's what I was kind of molded into being. And I went through law school and, um, some people may know this about me, but my father passed away my third year of law school of a a sudden heart attack Mm -hmm. at the age of 44. And so my life was kind of turned upside down and I had to put my priorities in, in check at an early age. I was 20 or oh, whatever, 22, 20, 23, maybe. Um, and when that happened, I still wanted to, I don't know. I just kind of felt like, I don't know if this is really what I want to be doing. And so I, uh, graduated from law school and I moved back home to my family, and then I moved out to Phoenix to be with my now husband. Um, and uh, I started working for a law firm. I worked there for a year. I really hated it. I was just—I felt like I was just. Put- I tell people I ate a lot of Starburst and wrote a lot of documents, and <sighs> that was pretty much it. 
And I just wasn't in a happy place. It really wasn't where I was being most useful. So I did not know what I wanted to do with my life because I had always wanted to be an attorney. And, and so one day I asked my, he wasn't, we weren't even engaged yet. I said, Hey, um, but we were on that path. And, and I said, Hey, you know, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Like, do you think we can, you know, is this going to, is this going to be okay? And he was so supportive and said, yes, we'll make it work. And so I said, okay, what do I want to do? And some, <laughs> I don't know why everyone asked me like, how did you go from doing this to that? I don't really know why it just in my head was like, I'll be a, an event planner or an interior designer. <laughs> Wait, so it was how, like, how old were you when you left uh, being a lawyer? So I was, or I stopped was practicing, 24. I guess I should say. I was 24. I was 24. Okay. Um, so um, and, and, you know, in that space, there was a whole bunch of things and, and, and the, it was a small law firm. It was all men. Um, all of the ladies, the administrative staff were all older women. So none of the men really wanted to deal with me. And none of the older women really wanted to deal with me. Cause I was a young kid on the block who didn't know anything. And mm-hmm. so, um, just so many things were telling me that I needed to move out of that space. And so I did. And yeah, so I said, I'm going to be a wedding planner or an event planner or an interior designer. And I thought if I was going to be an interior designer, again, something in my head said I was going to have to go back to school. And I'd been in school all my life. And I said, there was no way in heck that I was going back to school again right now. Heck no. Uh, yeah, so I ended up starting my own event planning company uh, here in Phoenix, and that was back in 2004. Mm. So, yeah, and then to get the short story to get to where I am today is that uh, I grew the company, kind of just really hustled the, for the first three or four years. Uh, four years in, I gained a business partner. She bought 50% of my company. We were business partners um, for the next six years, um, and uh, we started coaching other wedding professionals and event planners, um, or just event industry people, about, oh, two years into our partnership, because we kept getting all these questions about how we were so successful, and how we did our partnership, and just everything that was going on, people were asking questions. So we started coaching, that's where the coaching started. And in 2014, last November, uh, we sold the company. We had grown the company and and, and a team, and um, we sold the company to one of our team members. And so that's kind of when um, last November really is when everything started for this company. I mean, I had taken on clients. My first client was last June. Um as in a coach in a coaching atmosphere, she was a graphic designer and a web designer consulting with, with, uh, I, I, people said coaching, they just, the term they use, but it was more consulting, uh, mm-hmm. strategic business planning for them and, and helping them streamline their business and all of those things. And so I did that starting in June, but I only did a few clients. And then, um, yeah, when I sold the wedding planning business, that's kind of when everything kicked off and, Honestly, the, a lot of people know me from being the leader of the Savvy Business Owners Group, and that just that hasn't been around for so long. So that just started last around that same time. So. I know, like that's that's fantastic. And if you guys are listening, and maybe you know the Savvy Business Owners, or maybe not, but you've got over fifty four hundred members. It's a closed group, and I remember when I joined, yes. I think it had 
I don't know, maybe 2,500. But the thing is, I didn't join that long ago. So yeah. it is just tremendously, it's like it has taken off. So I want to know when you first started that, what was your vision for it? And what did you think was possible? What did you expect? And then how is that different than what you are thinking today? Well, you know, being a... <laughs> my title being a business strategist, you thought you would think I would have this grand plan behind it, but I didn't. <laughs> I just, it was kind of out of necessity for me. I had been in a business where I had always been surrounded by people. We had te a team. Um, you know, I was always surrounded by people in the wedding community. And then when I got out of that, I felt a little lost and I thought, okay, now I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years now and here I am, I kind of feel like I'm starting over again. And it was a weird place to be in. And so I wanted to create a community of like-minded uh, women business owners that either had been in business for a while because I could relate to them or were just starting a business because I could totally relate to them too. And it just grew organically a place where people were giving and sharing and helping one another. And because of that, it grew pretty quickly um, because it wasn't a, you know, sometimes Facebook groups, I've been in some um, and it's getting, it's much better now. But um, when I started joining Facebook groups, it, it could be a negative place to be in and mm -hmm. kind of tearing people down. And I just didn't want a place like that. I just feel like there's no room for that in my life, nor anyone that, wants to be successful. Um, and so, yeah, that it just, it grew organically. And so how we started, how we started growing it is I started doing free webinars. Uh, I did one for the wedding industry because that's what I knew. That's how I started. I'd never done webinars before in my entire life. <laughs> I did not know what I was doing. I bought this fancy software and I was like, okay, here we go. Um, and I guess just to step back, the, the transition for me really was when I took Marie Forleo's B-School. That was uh, back in 2013. So a couple years, or 2012, I can't remember now, <laughs> but a couple years before that is really when I knew that I was going to be transitioning out of the business I was in and kind of going to a, a totally different business model. And so um, anyway, fast forward to the group, I... Uh, I, I started doing these webinars and I had all these really talented friends that were doing really big things and maybe weren't as well known as I thought they should be. And so I was like, let's do a webinar together. And people were like, oh my gosh, there's so much value. And we were, I was just doing them for free. Um, basically you signed up to my mailing list is which is how I grew my mailing list, <laughs> my, my newsletter. Um, I said, you sign up, you get these, um, really, really like value packed uh, webinars that people were doing that were just girlfriends of mine that I had just had just an amazing opportunity to meet over the years. And, um, and so, yeah, we did that. And I did, I think we did, I don't know, maybe I can't remember how many we did now, but, um, we did those and that's how it started growing. And then after I did them, so I only would leave them up for about 48 hours. Mm-hmm put them into the group. So after the 48 hours, if you didn't watch it, then you had to be a part of my group in order to get that free content. Mm. So there was a little bit of strategy there. Yeah. Uh, no, was I that like a, was that a Marie thing? 
Um, no, I don't know where that came from. I mean, I'm just, I'm a continual learner. And so at that time when I was, or the year before I just started just taking all this information and because until then I had no idea about this online business. Like Mm -hmm. I had no knowledge in that. I was a very traditional, I had a business background. That's what I majored in in college. Um, in law, I mean, it wasn't you. That wasn't a place to be doing that kind of stuff. And so, um, and even in the wedding world, it was very, um, you know, you you share, you know, you you work, and you it was like a dollar. You trading dollars for hours, yeah. and so that's all I knew. And so, yeah, when I did take Marie for, I was like, what the heck have I been doing? Like, why did nobody tell me about any of this before? I don't know where I, I guess I'd been living under a rock. Um, but yeah, that's when I learned all that. And so then I, I just started putting all that into action, everything. And so that taking that course really op- opened up just a whole other world for me and meeting new people. And I would just, I'm a, like I said, a continual learner. So I would just watch people and like pick apart in a good way, like pick apart what they were doing I was like, okay, how can I use this for my business? And I continually just was doing that and that's how I built the community. So that's super, not to be cliche, but that's super savvy. (laughs) So, okay. And Izzy, you grew the group organically. What have you, what's it like hosting a group that large? I mean, yeah. What have you observed happens in a group that large? What are some surprises that have happened being the host of a group that large? I mean, what have you learned? Um, it's very overwhelming. You need help (laughs) in order to, to manage a group this large. Um, so let's talk about the good and the bad of it because I want to be really honest about it. Yeah. Um, we like honesty over here. Yeah. So the (laughs) great things, let's talk about the good first. The great things are that, um, at the beginning, it was just a lot of people I knew. It, I mean, I had been an entrepreneur, yeah, for 11 years. So over those 11 years, I had met so many people. And so I was just kind of like, hey, come join the group. We can all kind of be in here and mastermind together. And um, and so we all kind of knew each other. And as the group started to grow, which I wanted to happen, I didn't know it was going to grow so quickly. <laughs> and it was a little... Well, a lot overwhelming. Um, and then it was kind of me going, oh my gosh, what do I do? I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never run a group. In fact, I was not one of those like early adopters of Facebook. I, I was, I mean, I was a late adopter of Facebook. So to have a Facebook group and then have all this happening, I was like, what is happening right now? And um, so, but I just, as we gr- have grown, some of the child or some of the great things have been there's there's women that have been in business and there's newer women that, you know, are just starting their businesses and the people that have been in business for a long time. I don't want to say older because some of them have been in business for a while, but they're like 25. Um, <laughs> uh, cause they started their business like in college or high school. It's right. But, um, you know, there's women that have experienced these things that they're able to share with the younger girls. And then the younger women have been able to share all the new things that maybe the people that have been in business for a while 
don't know. And so it's just been a great sharing. It's very, a lot of people, I mean, I've had people in the group that have become business partners after meeting in the group. Um, other, just a lot of amazing things. Um, we're all about collaborating and sharing. I've shared a lot of things. I've collaborated. I buy almost everything that I can from the savvy group. And so it's just been a great place to be, um, giving back. Um, and I, and I, there was intention behind that. I wanted there to be a place where it wasn't, you know, catty and, uh, you know, look, saying, look at her success and bringing her down. I really wanted it to be a positive, uplifting place. And so we kind of don't tolerate anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have um, savvy business owner ambassadors. I kind of put it out in the world and said, hey, I have this idea. I see these brands um, with products doing these ambassadorships. And so, you know, um, the first person I saw that I was doing it really well and just intrigued me was Susan, um, with freshly moccasins and she had this brand ambassador program. Oh yeah. And, 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 and it was kind of, it was, I mean, there were other people doing it, but like it was, it was big when she was doing it and then kind of everyone jumped on the bandwagon. But no one was really doing that in the the online world or the service-based world. And so I thought, okay, how, how can I take this, again, like picking apart what other businesses are doing and how seeing how I can utilize it in my own business, mm-hmm. and how can I use that to um, reach some of out to some of the people that have given so much to this community and have been leaders from the beginning – some people that I know that they don't get enough recognition. And so, and I truly believed in them. And so allowing them to be up on, be put on a platform and be leaders of this group. And so it didn't come all on my shoulders. It was more of a group thing, which is goes back to what the group is all about anyway. So it kind of made sense. And so, yeah, at the beginning, we now have uh, five uh, women that are ambassadors. And so we had, we started out with seven and then a couple just didn't, didn't work out because of their time, their schedule. But what they do is they go in and they're assigned every week. Um, we have daily prompts in the Facebook group. Um, I uploaded all those and they go in and and they actually post them. So this week is actually my week. Um, (laughs) but every week, so I, I put myself in there in between them, but five weeks every you know every five weeks I or six weeks sorry I I come in and do my week but otherwise the ladies are running the show and so I think it's just been great because um, we have masterminds every month so I I do a call with them and we I see how I can help them and that's how I give back to them um, out of that has grown a conference that we're doing next year. <laughs> so, oh, fantastic! Can you talk? Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah. So we don't have uh, exact dates yet, but it, it, it's tentatively for September of 2016, and um, it will be in Phoenix, where I live. Mm. And yeah, it's going to be about well, with speakers, um, about 75 women getting together for a. Uh, two days and, uh, well, it'll, it'll equal out to about two and a half days of a conference that we'll do together. And, um, I have, I also run a group coaching program, which is called the savvy business circle. Uh, So not to get confused with everything else. (laughs) Um, I started with savvy and it kind of just grew into everything with savvy. So 
I run the group coaching program and um, we each month is a different uh, topic. So the first month is um, at the heart of your business and the second month is uh, present your, presenting your brand. And so I'm taking that and going to put that and in, in, in carry it over to the conference. So the speakers that we will have will be speaking on those topics. Fortunate to have a lot of amazing people in my life that are going to be coming to possibly speak. And we'll also do a call for speakers and a call for sponsors and all of that fantastic stuff. So um, look looking forward to that. That's not, we, we're uh, just budgeting everything right now. I have a girl that I hired to do all that for me. And then I also hired someone to do the planning of it for me. And then, so at the beginning of 2006 hope, or 16, hopefully we'll be announcing the dates and doing kind of like an early bird where you can sign up for it. So that's so awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yay. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Well, Okay, so we talked about we have the savvy bit. So people are listening. I always yeah. like to recap because I'm very much a visual person. And Absolutely. so we've got savvy business owners, which is the Facebook group. And then we got savvy business circle, which is the women entrepreneurs that you take month by month, which then you're going to convert those topics into a conference at the end of 2016 proposed in September, correct? Yeah. So the savvy yes. business circle is a group coaching program. It's a six month program. Cool. So currently I have 26, um, students, women in that. And, and then basically I'm taking that format of that, but the topics, the things that um, we're talking about and, and yeah, it's kind of taking that over to the conference and it'd be kind of set up the, in the same, same way, uh, but is, it'll, be other, it'll be other speakers presenting the stuff instead of me. So <laughs> that is so exciting. Very yes. cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to go back to the savvy business owner Facebook group, but I mean, that was tremendous. I just huge congratulations for growing it as to what oh, it is. Thank and you. I definitely don't, I mean, I, yeah, I never once thought it was not work to run that. I just always kept asking myself, I'm like, how the heck? I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, it's no small feat to, to host yeah. that. So that's, so I didn't, I, I guess I kind of jumped around a little, all the challenges that running a group that large can be. So let me, oh, let yeah. me, let me touch on that because there are challenges. And I, and I get asked this question all the time. It's probably one of my most popular questions that people email me about. Um, and the challenges are when you start growing that big, well, I can't individually help each one of the people that are in that group. Mm -hmm. I and mean, I would, there's just not enough time in a day. And so at the beginning, I felt like I was, you know, I was able to like reach them and actually know everyone. And I felt like, you know, it was like that little small town kind of feel yeah. of everyone knew everyone, you knew their kids, you know, all that. And as it's grown and it's kind of grown out of that. And that just naturally happens when you're when your reach starts to become a little bit bigger, it's a scary position to be in. And, and I, I feel like every few months I go, okay, whoa, like what, <laughs> what's next? And like, what does that mean for me? Cause I like, I'm a small town girl. I'm from a really small town in Indiana. So I like like knowing everybody's name and having that really small community. Mm -hmm. So this bigger community has been, um, has been great, but like I said, the challenges are, you don't, okay, I don't know everyone. And then, um, you know, I, we continually have to say, okay, these are the guidelines. This, this is, we, we give the people the opportunity to promote, promote themselves 
on Tuesdays, we have Share and Care Tuesdays, which originally started where you just shared your blog posts, but we also provide a thread where you can share your services or products every Tuesday. So, but, you know, some people like to take advantage of that. And so you kind of have to, um, you know, I don't know, you become the police a little bit and then Mm -hmm. it kind of takes the fun out of it. Um, And then, you know, I think that people... I have a, I have a responsibility for the people and that comes like, sometimes that's really awesome. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's really hard for me because I am known as like the mama bear in, in most of my world um, with my, my kids and my friends and I'm the caretaker. And when it comes to a community like that, trying to take care of that many people, I, I just possibly can't do it. And so that's why we do have the savvy, uh, savvy business and our ambassadors, but then also just allowing everybody in the group to, to help each other and not feeling, I think if you have a group that big, you shouldn't feel like you have to um, hold all that burden on your shoulders. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, it's a free resource for people. You know, I even struggled with, do I even want to do it anymore? And so the past, I don't know, probably three months ago this summer, I was thinking, I kind of put it out there, what would happen? What would you, what would your feeling be if I took this group away? Yeah. And a lot of, I got a lot of emails of like, don't, <sighs> please don't take it away. And I thought about it and I said, okay, but when you're as a business owner, um, and this is the hard part, if you, it, it takes a lot of time to do that. So mm-hmm. then you're thinking, okay, how do I, um, you don't want it to be about all about money, but at the end of the day, you're a business owner, you're here to make a profit too. And so you have to go, okay, how does this fit into my overall brand? How does this fit into my overall business model? Um, what is this taking away from that I could be then, you know, helping maybe more people um, mm-hmm. and then make more money, which then in turns help me not only, you know, fund my family and give back to them, but also fund some of the things that I love to do and give back to as the community. Because as we all know, as business owners, in order to do these bigger, better things, we have to have money to do them. No, <laughs> and totally. we need to make a living. So, um, so yeah, I think that's the challenge as uh, over the past few months has been, how does this fit within the big, the bigger vision? And how do I still make it work for me and also the community. Okay. Yeah. So a follow-up question to that is how do you determine what you say yes to and what you say no to? (laughs) Which, by the way, we're so glad you said yes. (laughs) Yes. So I don't say yes to a lot of things anymore. And that's just because I've chosen to be really intentional about what works for me. I think that there's so much stuff out there and there's so many amazing things, but I think there's a time and place for it. And if you would have asked me this six months ago, I would have said, oh, I say yes to everything because why wouldn't you? Um, even though I know better than that, I've, you know, I've, I've been a business owner for a long time, so I know better. But in the past few months, I would say probably the last three months, I've really been choosing intentionally about what is going to move the needle on my business so that I can have an, a bigger impact on people. And then I can also grow what I, you know, grow my business and take it to where I want it to go. I have really, I'm a big dreamer and I'm also a big action taker. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it really well. And so 
thing is I was saying yes to everything and I was not doing, I was kind of doing everything a little bit mediocre. And now my husband says, well, your mediocre is other, some, some other people's like, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is, it doesn't matter to me. I just felt unfulfilled because I felt like I wasn't giving justice to the things that I had said I was going to do. And so, um, I've learned that lesson that I, you know, and I think we, I continually learn that lesson. And I think we all do as business owners, we all, as you go along, hopefully are thinking about, okay, how did this work? How did it not work? Um, do I want to move forward with that? How does that fit within the bigger, you know, vision that I have? And for me, it's about community. Um, uh, this past year, I came up with my 10 core values, which I teach to my students and, and anyone that knows me, if you see me on Periscope or wherever it is, I talk about it a lot to know your core values for, for yourself and your business. And one of those is, you know, a community, but it's also to um, be grateful for what I have. And so no matter where I am or how big things get to always take it back to, I'm just a small town girl from Indiana and I'm very grateful for everything I have. And I also know what it means to have something in your life taken away from you at a moment's notice and never getting that back. And that's what happened. My father passed away. And so all of that, and then, you know, doing things like using your smarts, um, you know, we, I think we all have so much to give and sometimes we're afraid because we're, you know, why me or am I good enough? And, and so I, I try to share, and, and a lot of times it's that sharing my vulnerabilities um, and the things that I struggle with to, sh- to show people like, you know, we're all going through the same stuff. I don't care if you're Oprah or you're whoever, you're just starting out. We're going now maybe at different levels, definitely at different levels, but we all struggle with the same kind of things. And so um, the other thing was just, year is transitioning and really sharing my heart and I think so that's my you know my whole thing of sharing uh, your hearts or your your smarts and your heart because I think your heart has has to be put in place in your business and I know a lot of people you know have things to say about that and say oh you can't be you, you can't have your heart in your business or you'll, you'll never succeed and I just don't believe in that I think that if you're doing something that you're meant to be doing and that you have a vision for greater things, then if you do it with your heart, I do think there's a, there's a point where you have to take emotion out of it. You can't make it so personal, but I don't think that means that you don't have to have your heart in it and it, and it be of, you know, working towards your greater purpose. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) I love it. No, I love it. I mean, there's such good information too. And I might, I might shift here. I know on your website, which I'm just so curious about the online world and building those things. Cause that's something that certainly that I'm not, I'm not the most savvy in. Um, but I know at like one point you said you, your first online course yes. was 28 K in two weeks. Yes. So before yeah. getting into that, I want to um, go back to what you'd said before. Like I personally look at something or I, I think to myself, I'm like, I have nothing to put out there in the internet world that I could share knowledge and add value and people would pay for. And so it's cool to see someone else go out there like yourself and do that. I'm really curious from the outside, like what the heck happens in your mind that you put that together and you see a vision and you see a path and you see this thing that this value add that people are saying, I want to exchange money for it. Like what is that? How does that look like? Or what does it look like? 
I really pay attention to what the community is saying. The community, the Savvy Business Owners community has been great for me personally, for my business in so many ways. But one of the ways is that it's, it's really just a place where I can ask a question and I can get immediate feedback. So I know if something that I'm is going to be something that they, they want or something. Um, the other day I just, uh, I was on Periscope and I said, I really like to hear back from you, from my community and let, let me know what you're, you need. And they just started, I mean, they just started rambling off all this stuff. And so now I have a whole list of things that I can create that I have knowledge about that, um, that it's going to give value to them. And so it's really just, I, I always go, okay, these are the ideas I have. Let me put them out and, and test the, you know, put some feelers out and see what people are thinking. And then, um, honestly, when I create stuff, I don't always create it all the way. Sometimes I put it out there to see, so I might create the visuals for it and put the idea behind it, but I might not have the whole concept, um, you know, written down on paper exactly what it's going to look like because I really don't want to waste time on a product or a service that, uh, that it's not going to resonate with people. It might be a great idea in my head and I might think that people need it, but if, if, if I put it out there and people are like, oh yeah, crickets, you know, <laughs> yeah. then why waste your time on it? And I think a lot of people do that. And I think there's something to be said about it. I, I think you have to be careful. You can't, there's, uh, there's also the other end of the spectrum where you're not planning it through at all. And you're just kind of throwing stuff out there. I don't believe in that at all. Um, but when I created my course, I had this idea. Basically, I had helped people over the past four years, helping them put systems in place into their business to help them streamline their business. There were just a lot of people that were repeatedly doing the same things. They weren't putting, I mean, they were just doing things that were taking up so much of their time. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's easier ways to do this. And I had to do that. We had to do that in our wedding planning company. And so that's how I learned that. And then I shared that with other people. And then those same kind of concepts were working. It didn't matter what industry you were in. It, it was still those uh, same basic concepts that you needed in order to turn for your business, for the internal process to work inside of your business. Um, because, you know, as you know, a lot of people make it look really amazing on the outside, but you look internally and there's like, basically, if you want to think of it visually, there's a mess of papers all over their desk. I mean, that's how the internal part of their businesses are run. Some mm. And I was seeing that again and again and again. And, and I said, well, why, why, do, why are we doing this? There's better ways. And so I put this concept, well, I, I tested it on people that I coached and everyone was raving like, oh my gosh. So I created this thing called a guidebook. And basically for lack of better words, it was an operations manual for a business, but it had so much more than that. And it went into much more depth. So it wasn't just about all the systems, but it was also about what are your core values and what is your mission and what is your brand and how does all that work together? And then this document basically held all that information and made sure all the pieces and um, really worked towards the mission or the vision for your company. Mm. And, and so that's how the course happened because I had done it so many times for, um, for, for the, my, my, my clients that I thought, okay, well, I'll, I had learned this after taking Marie Forleo's B-School and then all the people, the online people that I met through that. And um, everyone was, a lot of people were doing courses and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so brilliant. You know, it, 
it allows you to have a quote unquote passive income so that I'm not trading dollars for hours. And, um, yeah, so I hired a launch strategist. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Keep going. I yeah. love it. Um, she actually was in B school with me. It was the second year because with um, Referrals B school, you can once you pay for it, you can take it every year. So whenever she you know does adds new stuff, you're still a member of it, and so you get to be a part of that. And so the second year, um, we had a mastermind, a, a group of girls. One girl was in Canada and one girl was in Portland and we would meet every week and talk about what was happening in our business. Anyway, this one of the girls, um, Faraday, uh, was my or was in the mastermind and I loved what she was doing so much. She was helping people launch their courses and products and stuff. And so I actually just hired her. I said, Oh my gosh, what you're doing is so amazing. And I paid her quite a bit of money and 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 she came up with um, a lot of the stuff for me. So she came up with the strategy of how we were going to launch. She, uh, we worked within uh, a project management system base camp and she basically laid it all out for me. So I didn't have to think about that part because what people don't think about when they're launching a course or a new product is that not only are you coming up with the product or the course or whatever that is, or even the service or a new website, whatever that thing is, but you also have to come up with the whole plan around how you're marketing it or how you're actually putting it out into the world. So it's almost like you're creating two projects at the same time. Oh my gosh. It's quite intense. And so I said, I really want to focus on the content of this course. So I hired her. So she came up with all of the um, emails that we sent out um, and then all my social media. I had also hired a social media manager back then who I still have to this day. And she, then we took all the content that Faraday, my launch strategist had. And then, um, she would, she, she put it into the social media, uh, scheduled all of it. And so she took care of that. And then I, I actually created everything. So it was a pretty top level, um, speaking of like, how it worked. Like it was all videos. It was password protected. It was, it has its own, um, it's streamlined with systems.com. So it has its own domain, its own website. Um, it, it was pretty intense. I built it all myself. I taught myself that was crazy. I will never do that again. I'll hire someone to do that. But, um, and then I had at the time, my sister's a graphic designer who Heidi, who is a past, um, gal on the podcast. Which is crazy how that works because there, I had no idea. No one ever knows that we're sisters. It's so funny. But uh, we, we giggle all the time. They're like, nope, they they don't know. We we know. They don't know that we're I sisters. I think I saw it on an Instagram post and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so anyway, she created um, my logo for me and did um, the graphics for me. And then I just poured my heart and soul into it. I worked on it for months and months. And um yeah, people don't talk about that part of it. They don't talk about, you know, they want to talk about, everybody talks about the money that you made from it, but nobody talks about all the work yeah, into creating it. It's so time consuming. That's why, and I thank you for sharing all that because, I mean, it's easy to look and say the numbers like, oh, that's fantastic. Look, lucky her. But, I mean, you, you hear all these things that, I mean, you outsource someone to do this part of the work and you put in hours yes. and that's your time that you could have been doing something else. So, I mean, it yes. definitely... Doing an online course is not 
the easiest thing. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. So, okay. Well, as we wrap up, I have a few rapid fire questions for you. One is what is a habit you're still trying to change or you're working on? Um, just, just being intentional about everything that I do, making sure that everything fits in the puzzle and that's working towards the, the greater, the greater goal. Mm -hmm. What if you had to give your life a movie title and it can be an existing one or it could be a made up one, what would you name it? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Crazy town. I don't think that's a movie title, but that I, that's the one I would make up. Um, I'm a mom of two kids. I have a, you know, a husband. We don't have family here. So life is, is quite chaotic most, most days. I have a a three year old who runs his little motorcycle in, uh, by my home office, you know, most, most (laughs) days. So it's, it's crazy. It's like, Hey mom. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the last rapid fire question is what can you do today that you could not do three months ago? What could I do today? Um, wow. I don't know. (laughs) That's a good question. I think, um, what can I do today? I, I mean, I, I am a continual learner. So I think what I have been learning a lot, I've been reading about a lot lately is just being, um, more thinking about what really matters in my life as I grow older. Um, as my kids are growing up, I'm really thinking about, Again, and I know this sounds, it's like, oh, of course, she sounds like she has it all together. I don't, so let's just put that out there. <laughs> but I do, I really am thinking about the bigger picture and how does, how does my business fit in my life um, instead of vice versa, because I used to be the vice versa. I used to think about how my life fits in my business, and I've, mm-hmm. I've really tried to transition that into flip-flopping and, and living the other way. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, I I must've cut out there right at the end. So you, you left off saying that you're really trying to, you're really living your life and letting your business fit into your life versus trying to fit your life into business. Yep. That was it. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) I think, I think that's a fantastic advice too. So I'm going to, we're going to, we're just going to end it on that note, girlfriend. Okay. So you guys, Heather Crabtree, will have her information in the show notes along with you can check her out on social media. But Heather, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We sincerely appreciate it. And we know our listeners are appreciating it as well, too. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the She Did It Her Way podcast. Did you like this episode? Head on over to iTunes.com to leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out SheDidItHerWayPodcast.com where you can subscribe to our email list so you can receive the inside scoop on our latest episode released each Monday. Now, do us a favor and go make it a great week.